Jets Super Bowl in 2188. Oh, man. They did win this week, so that bumps up their chances. Yeah. Obviously, winning one game on Sunday means that you we lost about 200 years on their Super Bowl champ title. <laughs> At this rate, we might be down into, you know, like 2-0, you know, 2050 maybe range. Maybe, yeah. By next week, you never know. Who are they even playing? Uh, next week, they have the Eagles. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not impossible. The Giants decided to take it to the Eagles this week, so... Yeah, I'm not against anything at this point, and we also have Cam Newton for MVP 21.99. Um, maybe <laughs> maybe someone will name their kid Cam Newton <laughs> around that time. Yeah, and he'll be MVP, <laughs> but not the one that we know. What's up, Rapid Dave? This is the award-winning podcast on upfield with Durf and Dylan brought to you by NSPN next gen sports media sound machine <clears throat> FM and the party cast network where the party never ends. I don't even know if that's our slogan. It's just what I, that's just what I wrote down. Sounds good to cast. me. I don't know. Makes sense. You know? Yeah. I like it. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week. It was an, we just do. another fun week of football. Yeah, definitely. Another fun week of football for most people. That is true. For, for some for 16 out of 32 fan bases yes yeah well, i can correction. name one specifically that yeah is not happy <laughs> well it, yeah it's not even 16 out of 32 no because there's only there's um, only uh so it'd be 15, 15 out, out of 30 30 yeah yeah when knock what's going on brother they got their podcast launching right about now grab some pine if you want to check them out too nice um, yeah yeah, we'll talk about them when we get there. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not even upset that my boys lost because mm-hmm. I've already mentioned multiple times on this show that I just rather them lose the rest of the season. I'm just yep. like I'm fine with that because then it just gives the organization more incentive incentive to just start firing people and trading people. Yeah, if you win too many games, they'll be like, ah, there's some false hope there. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. Because we've been giving, we've been getting false hope for the past like five seasons with all these like one and dones when we get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I like the trajectory that the Seahawks are on right now. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Let's send our viewers and listeners on the correct trajectory. There we go. By teaching them to floss. That was a smoothless transition. Seamless. Seamless transition. Smoothless. Smoothless. That would mean it was bumpy. That's the opposite of what that was. That was great. That was great. Flossing. Follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share anything on off the field related. Derf. Help me out. All right. Well, you can follow on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all by searching at OOTF Podcast. You can like by hitting that thumbs up, leaving a heart reaction, or just telling us how you like the show by leaving a review on any of our pages or on Apple Podcasts. You can observe us by watching live every week at this time from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, You can subscribe by clicking that big red button on YouTube or the purple one on Twitch and hitting that bell so you get notified when we go live. 
And last but not least, make sure you share by letting your friends and family know about us by sharing our out the stream or any post that you like from us. And we appreciate everybody that does anything flossing related. And of course, this segment was brought to you by the one and only Stefan Diggs, naturally. Oh, yeah. Forgot to throw that one up there. But as every, <laughs> as everybody knows that this segment is sponsored by him. And we actually called him up. We were like, hey, Snay man, you mind if you just kind of like we can use your name, <laughs> use that picture? He's like, oh, yeah, you're good, guys. You're good. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a cool guy. It was his birthday the other day. Was it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's fun. It was Russell yeah. Wilson's birthday last night. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rapid Day is finishing up some work while he lurks. Why, I, I bring that. I, I posted that comment up there because why are you working right now? Like, I realize it's only five o'clock there, but go home. Or I think you work from home. I think he is home. But like, stop. Yeah, stop. No, just don't. Stop. Set boundaries. Yeah, just stop. We don't we don't need that kind of toxic relationship <laughs> where you work. Ugh. Ugh. Working. Who does that? Lame. Hey, but, we have an off the field guy. Yeah, we do. Um, this week is gonna be our, our community MVP we have this week. You can always read everything about the community MVP at nflpa.com slash community dash MVP. Just go to nflpa.com. That'd probably be your best route. And you can read the entire article there along with all the other 11 community MVPs that they have up there because this is week 12s right now coming at you. We have, he's a linebacker from the Colts, Darius Leonard. Probably a top five linebacker in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I, yeah, I'd say so. Be a fun conversation, but, you know, yeah. I, I, he's definitely on the short list. Yep. Oh, for sure. I know it's tough these days because you got a lot of these outside linebackers and they rush the passer a lot and get a lot of sacks. So mm-hmm. middle linebackers, Darius Leonard's top five. Oh, yeah. Top three. Bobby Wagner, Fred Warner, Darius Leonard. Maybe that first one you said, maybe I'm not counting anymore, but I'll take it. Yeah, he just leads the league in tackles. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Darius Leonard's been named the Week 12 NFLPA Community MVP after he hosted two Thanksgiving giveaways. One for 70 Indianapolis families experiencing homelessness and another for 100 households in need of in his hometown of Lakeview, South Carolina. Uh, the first giveaway was on November 16th. Uh, Darius Leonard teamed up with Coburn Place and Forum Credit Union to identify 70 families who are experiencing homelessness due to interpersonal abuse and domestic violence. Each received a Thanksgiving meal kit and got to take a picture with Leonard, who was on hand to distribute the goods. Four days later, uh, he was hosting his annual Thanksgiving giveaway in Lakeview where they passed out 100 Thanksgiving dinner kits and Colts swag to the families in need. Uh, in April, just just April, uh, Darius Leonard launched his foundation, the Maniac Foundation. I like that. Nice. Usually people just go like, the Darius Leonard Foundation. That's <laughs> stupid. Let's go with the Maniac Foundation. Uh, they had their first annual bike giveaway where 100 South Carolina children received a new bike and helmet. Just before the start of the school year, 
He also hosted a backpack giveaway at his childhood school, Lakeview Elementary. A fun-filled event saw 150 kids receive a brand new backpack filled with new school supplies. And next month, the Colts defender will take part in a shop with a jock, which gives 50 undeserved, uh, underserved or at-risk youth a chance to go on a shopping spree and eat dinner with Leonard for the holidays. Just out there making kids' dreams. Oh, absolutely. I love this time of year because a lot of athletes do that shop mm-hmm. with a jock thing. I love seeing those videos. Right. Yep. No, it's good. To, it's good to see that. Great stuff. Yeah. Is it? I guess I didn't throw it in here. Well, let me look. Because there's there's more about his um, foundation that I was supposed to talk about, but I guess I forgot to put that that little snippet in here. Oh. Uh-huh. Because his foundation specifically. It's in here somewhere. This is why you should probably just go to the website and do it yourself. But now I'm here now. I'm here. We're doing it. I'm gonna find it. Yeah. It's not that long of a read either, but I'm just trying to like skim it real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's not going well. Well, I, I give up. Um yeah. Oh, there it is. Um, a nonprofit he and his wife Kayla established to transform communities through education, wellness, and serving families in need and other charitable causes. That is his basis of the Maniac Foundation. You'd be crazy not to do it. Oh! <laughs> Let's go to their website. We'll see if they have a website. Maniac Foundation. Maniac Foundation. Home. There he is. Let's share the screen. I'm I'm like I'm fully dedicated to this right now. I don't know why. I don't know where this is coming from. You got all this cool stuff. Dedicated to transforming communities through education. That's exactly what I just got done saying. Established in 2020. So that was April of last year. April of nice. last year, this was done. So they got it wrong on the NFLPA.com website. Oh man. We we know a lot about Darius. So you can contact him here and you can donate and learn about other things from his website. Um, it's unfortunate nice. they don't have your slogan on here. <laughs> we should we should contact them about that. Yeah. Um. Let's do that. Hide the phone number. All right. Um. Hello. Uh, we have a suggestion for your donation page. Um. The slogan. Is this what it is for? I guess so. Just in general, like what 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 should I put here for them? Um like their foundation slogan should be like you'd be crazy not to do it. Um I don't know. We have a suggestion for a slogan for the foundation. Coming from the best podcast hosts in the nation. <laughs> their f- and Dylan with on and off the field suggest something along the lines of you'd be crazy not to support the Maniac Foundation. Godspeed. How's that? Perfect. Perfect. Hopefully, um, hopefully they can um, use that to their to their benefit. 
Yeah, why not? Rapid Dave, this is great stuff. Honest suggestion feedback page. I I thought I I thought that was great. I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was good. I just went down a rabbit hole trying to figure <laughs> out what it, it was a complete disaster of a segment, but it's fine. Yeah, I had yeah. we had fun. Yeah, absolutely. You're just avoiding the next segment. That's all. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about anything else? Like, you got another foundation you want to bring up, or? <laughs> Not that I can think of on top of my tongue. How's how's your day been? You doing you doing all right? It's been all right. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. All right. We'll talk about the <laughs> we'll talk about the damn Seahawks. Uh, all right. We're jumping on the field. It's a week twelve week twelve already. We're done yeah. with week twelve. Yeah, we're two thirds of the way through the season now. You get at least we get an extra game for the Seahawks yeah. to lose. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we get to talk about the SEALs. Is that any seals? Mm-hmm. Seahawks and Bills <laughs> seals. Mm-hmm. That's where we talk about the Seahawks and Bills it's seals. Uh, so first we got the Bills at the Saints. They play. Oh, there it is, Al Stud. Look at this guy. He's got. He's got it. Nice. Hashtag seals. Throw up some hashtag seals in the chat. Hashtag seals. Some seals T-shirts made. Uh, so for, we'll, we'll go with a happy note first. All right. Bills at the Saints played mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. Yep. Bills won me some money because I put I put it down on them uh, to win this game. Nice. And they beat up the handicapped Saints, thirty-one to six. I, did you feel yeah. good about it? Like you you you're okay with the result and the gameplay? Like just four quarters, you're all good. I, f- I feel pretty good about it. Um, I don't like the injury for Trey White that happened during the game. That's very, uh, unfortunate. very unfortunate, you know, to be out the rest of the year with a torn ACL. Such so it was just a. I didn't see it, the injury as being as bad as maybe it, I thought it was originally, but he definitely non-contact. You know, one of those unfortunate situations. Um, defense played well. Um, looking at. You know, we won't look too far ahead to next week already, but you know, they I think they played well. The offense, I think, had much better passing attack. Um, granted, the Saints are kind of you know missing half the starters, it seems like, but this is that this was this was completely a game the Bills could have gone in and been like, yeah, we're not gonna try as hard, you know, and then they lose. You know, this could be a Jacks. This could be a Jags game all over again. Um, yeah, I'd say if this game was like one o'clock on Sunday, yeah, then that might have happened. Right, it was Thanksgiving. These guys are ready to go. Oh yeah, and on a you know, it was this was a great game to, you know, on a short turn from Sunday, you know, getting demolished by the Colts to going to New Orleans. You know, this was a great example of the Bills. You know, forgetting the loss, moving on to the next game getting themselves prepared on a short week and um yeah they had uh it was a good day on offense you know it would have liked a little bit more effectiveness um on on the offensive side but i think overall it was pretty good uh, i loved the Stefan Diggs touchdown um that was a, a insane route running to just you know put that corner on the on its butt basically for that touchdown, but Dawson Knox is having a hell of a day. He's got the record now for the Bills, which is 
surprising but not surprising that he now in week 12 he has now has seven touchdown receptions which is now the most in bill's franchise history for a, a tight bill side end um so he's, that's just, he's aiming for like that overall and now yeah isn't it 11 11 for the bills is most in a season for just passing touchdowns I, for one player maybe yeah i think I, yeah i'm not sure on that one but it wouldn't, it, wouldn't surprise, Twitter, maybe not. it wouldn't surprise you if that's if that's what it was. Um, but yeah, Dawson Knox and Josh Allen, that is becoming a great duo. Um, yeah, and you know the, I think the Bills did the right thing by getting Matt Breida uh, more involved. Um, you know Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, which was okay. I was okay with the Isaiah McKenzie healthy scratch. Marquez Marquez Stevenson I thought was a good returner. Uh, for them, you know, rookie showing some spunk, so that's good. But yeah, I thought it was an overall, uh, overall good, good day for the Bills, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens this week. Yeah, this this I'm sure well, I'm sure one of us is going to bring that game up. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, so we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I I try not to get too excited for the Bills because mm-hmm. the Saints were you know, depleted on every front, you know, like no quarterback, no running back, offensive line, mm-hmm. a little banged up. They had issues. Yeah. But the bills still showed up and that's what mm-hmm. mattered. And that's what, yep. that's what we need to see from the bills. Cause we'll bring up the chargers in a little while. Cause I think the bills are having kind of the same issues as the chargers and it's called inconsistency mm-hmm. and it's a killer. Oh yeah. Um, so that's a, it's an up week for them. And just continuing the trend of down weeks is the Seahawks losing to Washington last night, 17 to 15. And for anybody that took the Seahawks spread of one point, um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Like, I believe it was Seattle that had the one point because it was a one point spread in the game. So if you took the spread for them to cover, um, that mm-hmm. sucks to just see a two. That's just brutal. That's brutal. Yeah, that's, that's definitely brutal. And like they could have came within one, but they went for two at the end. If they just would have kicked the extra point, you know, which they never mm-hmm. would have done. But it's like, right. When you're a gambler, like you, you, you have that bet. You're just like, just kick the extra point, please. Just do it, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> but I never would. Um, I didn't take that bet though. Uh, I don't know. It's just a disaster. Russell Wilson is either downplaying his finger injury on a massive scale mm-hmm. to the point where like it was a fake picture that he got the pin taken out. Like the pin's still in there. <laughs> Some of these right. passes he's throwing. Mm-hmm. I, he's never thrown these this many inaccurate passes mm-hmm. in a singular games in his life. He's just sailing balls over the heads of wide open receivers. He's putting balls behind them in their routes. It, it's stuff that he doesn't do. Just yeah. straight up. He's been in the league. This is his ninth season, 10th season, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And he's been one of the most accurate passers in the league. And now he's doing this. It's either one of the fastest declines for a player that we've ever witnessed. Literally just one season, he just completely falls apart as a human being. Or it's the finger. Whichever one it is, it's disgusting to watch. They're, they mm-hmm. had five straight drives of three and outs. 
I can blame Pete Carroll. I can play and blame the running game. I can blame literally everyone. Mm-hmm. I can because it, it's all of them. Right. The play calling, the offensive line play, the running backs suck. Russell Wilson sucks. Everyone sucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe except Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is still pretty good at football. <laughs> I enjoy it. He still does pretty good things. Yeah. Gerald Everett's been a nice addition. I predicted that. Yeah. I was very excited for Gerald Everett to be part of this football team. Yeah. They lost. And now they get to play the 49ers next week, I believe, who will be Debo Samuel less and Fred Warner less because they're both going to be out a couple weeks. Yep. Can they get the win? (laughs) No. (laughs) The answer is no. I just want Geno Smith. Every week on Twitter, about roughly about a quarter and a half in, I usually tweet out the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just start calling for Geno Smith to be put in the game. Just, just let, just, just say Russell Wilson's still injured. Put him on IR for the rest of the year, and then trade yeah. him at the end of the season. Just protect him at this point. Right. All you're doing yeah. right now is losing trade value. That's all you're doing. Yep. Just yeah, I, uh, I say I saw it on replay um, this afternoon, and yeah, like there was, I, I couldn't believe the amount of overthrown. Um, you know, just completely not where the receiver was and it it's just maybe it's the you know the, like you said maybe the finger is still absolutely an issue um maybe this is where we're seeing the change in offensive coordinator isn't panning out um it, it just seems like Russell Russell is not comfortable in the pocket hard and, to blame him there Right, and, it, and I wouldn't it, be comfortable behind that offensive line either. <laughs> and it just seemed like him and the receivers just aren't on the same page at all. Um, like I don't even know. If, did DK Metcalf get a target? He got us um, one four targets, one catch. Uh, I think like twelve yards on the catch. Okay, because I think it was like I don't remember when I was watching the replay. And it was it was, must have been the third quarter, and like they brought that he had like zero targets still, and then like how but yeah. that's you know russell wilson just throwing to these short routes i saw a lot of short routes you know similar to like a lot of like you know short wide receiver screens almost you know two yards down the down the field and then you they expect these receivers to you know break a tackle and, and they you're not that you can't have someone do that short out catch the ball and expect them to get more than two yards on second down when you're second and 10. And it was insane. The amount of third and long they had, I saw from what I saw. Um, I think the only other thing that I saw was interesting was on a third and one, they threw a He Russell Wilson throws a 40 yard bomb to right. lock it. I'm like, but it was third and one. <laughs> like, that's what they do, though. That yeah, is, that's I pretty mean, much the Seahawks. If if it is third and one, I would say it's either going to be a run up the middle or a deep ball. Yeah, that's usually their go to. I mean, luckily, I think yeah. even the announcer said it. It's like on third and one, you're usually going to have a, like seven, eight guys in the box, and you're going to have man on man matchups outside. Right. So I know that's like Russell Wilson loves to expose that on third and one because they're usually not ready for it. Entire Lockett can win one on one. 
Right. I mean, and luckily Tyler Lockett knows how to, you know, track the track the football pretty well because that was, uh, I mean, that was good on him. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson put it in the right area, I guess, but you know, I, I I give more of the credit to Tyler Lockett there being able to to track that football as good of a receiver as he is. So, I mean, but yeah, a couple was, of years uh, ago, I'd say on that throw, Russell's able to put that where it's supposed to be out in front of Tyler. Yeah, and that might have been a touchdown. Because right. he might have been catch, catching that in stride, and then he could have beat the safety. Yep. But, uh, yeah, not last night. No. <laughs> Definitely not. But, yeah, give it up for Taylor Heineke. Uh, just balls to the wall there. He's a good player, man. Yeah, he's got scrappiness. That's what I like. I mean, he broke out of so many sacks. Yeah. So many of these tackles for losses, just like on the outside, just sat, he was he was balling last night. Mm-hmm. Washington's a fun team. I don't think they're going to be winning anything this year. But no. with Riverboat Ron back there, they're building the defense still, putting some mm. more pieces on offense. They might have their quarterback now. I yeah, I mean they they are sitting in the seventh seed right now. Yeah, in that they weird almost beat NFC. the Bucks last year in the playoffs. Close. Yep. Anything's possible. Absolutely. What's up, Ry Ry? Go sports teams. Man on man, he's in. We talk <laughs> about that man on man action. Sorry. What? <laughs> Daddy, what? Uh so oh there you know, I was trying to pick out some newsworthy games to put in here. Uh-huh. Like I feel like some of these are even stretches. Yeah. I think these are ones I just put in here because I wanted to talk about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but this is—it <laughs> was kind of a weird week, because mm-hmm. um, they kept they kept promoting the fact like we have like how many games were there like seven or eight games of teams playing each other. Both teams were over five hundred. It didn't really feel like that. No, I feel like the good games were between the teams with bad records and the teams that are yep. above five hundred. Those games were garbage, <laughs> like blowouts. Oh so, yeah, very weird week again. This whole season's been weird. Um, but I wanted to start with the Raiders at the Cowboys. Thanksgiving game went to overtime. Ended 36 to 33. Mm-hmm. Cowboys had a bunch of injuries. Uh, Raiders had some injuries. Darren Waller's banged up now. Yeah. Uh, main point here, because I don't think we have talked about this all season on this show. Mm-hmm. Referees and penalties have we talked about this that at all this year i feel like we've pretty much ignored referees and i i don't think we've talked very much about it if we have so since we haven't talked about it i thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about it yeah there were an egregious amount of penalties Mm -hmm. i can go get the penalty uh totals here in a second if we want yeah i believe it's 28 total for the game 14 on each side but I don't know what the yardage affected was. Let's, let's um, find out on the penalties. But absolutely, they just they called so many penalties. Um, yeah, they probably should have kept a little bit of a couple of those in their pockets and let them play. Um, but yeah, it, it just seemed like some sloppy play was happening a little bit too. Um, Dallas secondary didn't know how to handle some of these receivers for the Raiders. I mean, that unnecessary roughness, you know, the brawl that happened with the referee getting, you know, one on the chin, <laughs> yeah. like that's absolutely, we should call that like, cause that's, you know, yeah. 
and, you know, I mean, and then, like, at the end of the game, everyone's, you know, saying good game to each other. Like, the Dallas Cowboy lineman just cold cocks the Raiders guy and gets suspended for two games. Two games. Um, I like how you could just punch people and only get suspended for two games. That's fun. Right? You just, you're just out here punching people. It's like, go cool off, two games, just go chill, play some video games. Get away from the team <laughs> and come back not punching people. All right? Appreciate it. <laughs> the, the totals were 14 penalties each team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders had 110 yards, and the Cowboys had 166 yards of penalties. Wow. Uh, there was one specifically that I would like to call out. Uh, it was a false start, I believe, on the Cowboys. All this it, They called a false start on the center. Because he bobbed his head. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Which literally on every snap of the game and every yep. NFL game, the center does that. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. What are you calling? <laughs> what in the I was just flabbergasted. And that mm-hmm. was like the moment I realized these these refs are just out here showing off. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, honey, look at me. I threw that flag. Hey, kids, <laughs> look at daddy throwing flags. What's up? <sighs> it was absolutely horrible. Um, officiating this year has been by far the worst I've ever seen in my life, says our NSPN fellows. Yeah, nice. this year, it was this year, and it wasn't just last year, or was it two years ago that they said, we're going to make an emphasis on holding penalties, and they were calling holding penalties like, that was their literal job that day was to just throw flags on every possible hold. I feel like that was last year. Was that just last year? I think so. Cause I thought 2019 was the, the whole emphasis on pass interference. Oh yeah. And then they brought in after that it was that year that they brought in the whole, you can challenge penalties. Oh my yep. God. You're from Dylan D squared. We like to say double yeah. D. But that's just that's just me. Uh, the refs in the NFL and NBA are bad. Lamelo Ball told the refs last night that he's when he retires, he's going to ref to show them how it's done. <laughs> Lamelo Ball of all people, maybe he can get his dad in there too. There you uh, go. To be fair, he's a cowboy. Does anyone really care? No, absolutely not. Uh, the refs are definitely getting their TV time. Yeah, even the announcer said that's not a penalty. The announcer said, uh, "Announcer said, look, he just did it again." Yeah, it's every play. Yeah, for the bobbing. Yep. Yeah, every ref, every center does that in the entire NFL mm-hmm. on every play. Like, so that was just uh, that was the one that got me specifically from that game. <laughs> right. Yeah. The actual game itself, I really it was a fun game. I guess it was. I guess it was an interesting game, but I, it was just. I thought this was a good opportunity to talk about uh, penalties in the NFL because like, oh, obviously yeah. you have the taunting penalties going on. Mm-hmm. Literally, just point at somebody. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a 15 yard penalty. Absolutely, I'm even pointing at somebody. Just you know, stare, look at Oy. somebody on the other. Look at the sideline and then bump into the ref. Then you'll get called for taunting. I kind of want to. I want to pull up the YouTube video. I, I want to pull it up on YouTube. It's the Patrick Star, uh, from you know from SpongeBob. <laughs> What's he doing? He's just standing there, menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> Penalty. Uh. Penalty. Uh, the next one I had was the Bengals beating the absolute snot out of the Steelers. They never stood yeah. a chance. Joe Mixon ran for 5,000 yards. 
Um, the Bengals literally just did whatever they wanted. This the Steelers yeah. did nothing. Um, and the reason I put this in newsworthy was because mm-hmm. the amount of uh, history I guess this game made for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they ended like a six-year home losing streak or something. Um, they swept them for the first time since like oh nine or something crazy. Um, yeah. They scored on their opening drive for the first time since like 2011 or whatever. I don't have all these exact numbers, but they kept saying right. all game. They 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 would win, score, do something, and they mm-hmm. like made history because of it. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's it's big for the Bengals. I mean, it, this is a huge game for them. Yeah, I think this. I think I hope we see a rebuild for the Steelers. It should have happened we, last year. It, it absolutely should have. And they they got a question of Mike Tomlin on that. I feel like you, you got to look at it. He's been there for what fifteen years now. It seems like forever. Yeah, very like, long. Time. I know he's like the what the third head coach for the team right. in franchise history, but at some point, you know, he's not getting it done. To take and to take a beating like that with a you know a steel a, you know. Pittsburgh Steelers team that has supposed to have, always have a good defense and let the Bengals just run all over them. I mean, they even they couldn't even get an interception because Joe Mixon knocks it out of the Steelers' hands and then takes it for five yards. <laughs> I miss that. That's a thing. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! It was embarrassing for them, and it's just like Blake says. You know, Big Ben is officially on AARP. To be fair, anyone can be on AARP at any age. <laughs> Just want to let everyone know that. Uh, that's fake news that you have to be old to be on AARP. Uh, you could do that like today if you wanted. Just, just I just want to let everyone know. There's good benef- benefits for AARP. <laughs> but the joke still stands. I see what you're saying there, Blake. Um, yeah, he's just, he's done. But I, I, I get it that I, I, I can't even sit here and say bench him. Because you, right. you signed him for a bunch of money for another year. Mm-hmm. And who are you going to bring in? Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins? Just let him I just let him keep playing. Who cares? Let him let yeah. him get it all out of his system. Just keep on playing. Yep. So at the end of the year, he goes, you know what? That was brutal. I'm, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> right. And, you know, so they don't have to like force him out. Be like, all right, I'm ready for another year. Let's do it. No, Ben. <laughs> ben, <laughs> look at me. Baby girl, look at me. No. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> We're done here. <sighs> so that was just a thrashing. And whether they do the rebuild with or without Mike Tomlin, it's coming this offseason for sure. Yeah, 100%. definitely. The Bucks at the Colts. Uh, I threw this one in here just mainly because it was a good game. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to see much of it. I saw the ending as kind of bonus coverage for our area. Um, you know, in between what Eagles, Giants, and Packers, Rams, they had some little bonus coverage for us here. Um, because you know, I don't have Sunday ticket or anything, you know, just whatever locals on. Just come over to my house. We got Sunday tickets. Yeah, just come on over. Yeah. Make chicken wing dip. <laughs> but it was definitely an exciting game. I mean, you know, this is, you know, Jonathan Taylor only had 86 yards or 83 yards. Like, like 90% the, of that came on the last drive. 
Right. Where you know, where you know, they tie it up and then the Bucks are like, hmm, okay. And then Leonard Fournette, you know, just blasting Colts players out of the way into the end zone on that last play to take you know get the win. They're 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 doing it multiple different ways. And it's gonna make this team very tough to to beat. You know, I'm a little surprised on you know they let the Colts put up 31 points because you know Jonathan Taylor didn't have a good day, so they definitely relied on the passing a lot more. It's it's a bend not break kind of defense, and the offense did just enough to keep you know keep them in the game and get them the win. I, I honestly, for the Bucks, I don't know. Because right now, I don't think they're a Super Bowl winning team. And right. I don't think I'm going to find a lot of people that are going to disagree with that. I think they can turn it on at any point. I mean, yeah, we saw it last year. They mm-hmm. started the year with the same record at the same point that they did last year, and they went on to win all their games all the way up to yep. the Super Bowl. They just won out. Um, mm-hmm. So they could just do that again. But it just seems like Tom Brady's getting out to slower starts than usual. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why they're having to come back in a lot of these games. And then the defense is just getting decimated left and right. Yeah. Especially the secondary. I mean, it's like it's just injuries upon injuries. And then they bring in somebody to replace an injured player and then they get injured. Mm. I.e. Richard Sherman, that whole situation. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I don't think they're gonna win right now, but Tom Brady has proved me wrong before. So I'm definitely not gonna just gonna lay down and right. say they're they're done, you know. <laughs> Bucks are done, no chance. I mean, even on the defense, you know, Vita Vea got a tooth, literally a tooth knocked out of his mouth. Like, that was disgusting. Um, but also, why was his helmet up? And then the Colts player, like, literally hit him in the mouth with his helmet. Right. Um, but, I mean, Bruce, Arian, Bruce Arians doesn't really care about it because, you know, he's, he's got 30 more. So That's um, the only reason I knew Vita Vea lost a tooth. I didn't even <laughs> see the play where he lost right. the tooth. I yeah. just saw Bruce Arians' comments. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that that, that Vita Vey lost a tooth? I don't care. He has he has more. <laughs> he has the money to go get more teeth put in. Right. He could have 40 teeth. He could just put teeth everywhere. He'd be fine. I don't want to talk about it. I love Bruce. <laughs> He's like the old guy coach that the Seahawks need right now. Not this, not this Pete Carroll garbage. <laughs> yeah, as for the Colts, uh, real quickly though, it's just they didn't they didn't run Jonathan Taylor like all day. Until mm-hmm. that last drive. And I had someone tell me, well, they're stacking the box. They stacked the box against Derrick Henry, too. You know what great running backs do? They beat it. They find the holes. They run yep. through tackles. Jonathan yep. Taylor's been doing that pretty much all season. Mm-hmm. Stacking the box is not an excuse. They have an all-pro right. offensive line. Pretty much the entire offensive line is all-pro. Mm-hmm. Or, at least all, or um, at least pro ball, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they have the ability to run against the stacked box, and they just decided not to. Yeah, and the only reason they lost this game, Carson Wentz played well, but guess what? Down the stretch, interception. Mm-hmm. It's every time they lose a game, almost every time they lose a game, you can point to a Carson Wentz mistake that was the turning point. Almost right. every time. Yeah. So if you um, want to, if your game plan wants to be Carson Wentz runs the game for three quarters and then you finish it out with Jonathan Taylor, I mean that could be a winning formula. Who knows? Just don't let Carson Wentz be the decision maker in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Usually, bad things are going to happen. Right, for sure. See, and these NSPN guys are our Bucks, uh, our Bucks professionals. So we can just yeah. ask them. The Colts fell behind and got 
scared bottom line. They tried to run and failed. I thought they had the lead for some of most of that game. I thought the Bucks came from behind. I don't remember. Because the Bucks came from behind and tied it. Or no, they, they took the lead and then the Colts ran the ball to tie the game, but then just ran out of time because the Bucks scored and then they just were out of time. That's what I thought. Right. So I, 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 I might have it completely wrong. I have, I wasn't That's watching fair. this. I, I watch Red Zone, so I don't get to watch the whole games. Right. Um, Carolina at the Dolphins. Cam Newton sucks. That's why I put this one in here. Yep. Cam Newton got benched. Five of twenty-one, like ninety-two yards passing, two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, embarrassing. Oh yeah. And the defense still let up 33 points to the Dolphins, so the defense is not anywhere near where I thought they were going to be this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just depressing because I had high hopes for the Panthers. I really did. Yeah. With or without Cam Newton, I had high hopes for this team, and mm-hmm. it just not, it has it has not prospered whatsoever. Yeah. No, it's uh, Dolphins are this game definitely made Tua look like a uh, you know a good choice for the Dolphins in that in that uh, 2019 draft, 2020. I can't remember anymore. One of those. One of those years. <laughs> um, I want to say it was 2020. But, yeah, I mean, this Carolina team, they're just they just can't put together for some reason. And I not a clue why. Um, you know, Matt Rule's still going to stick with Cam. I think next week um, we'll see how long. Maybe it's only maybe he only lasts a drive. Maybe if they don't score on the opening drive, Matt Rule's like, "All right, you're done," and then we'll have PJ Walker for the rest of the game. Like, just get PJ Walker to start. That's and, what I say. Know, let him do his thing. But PJ Walker's younger. I mean, just yeah. just let him have the experience. Cam right. Newton's. What are you going to do? Give Cam Newton the rest of this losing season? And then just I let mean, him walk anyways, and they're they are paying him a lot of money to be terrible. So at this point, yeah. I don't think it matters. No, like you, whoever starts at this point, you have three <laughs> bad quarterbacks on your roster. Oh yeah, it's just not it's not good right now. I mean, now if Panthers. anything, well, I would I would say let Cam play just you know keep get inching up to that top that top spot because they're not they're not taking it away from the the Lions, but. There's really, I don't think there's really that that strong of a uh, quarterback class this upcoming year for the draft. So that's yeah. not not a good strategy this year. Maybe next year, um, but yeah, not a good game. I don't even know what they'd be going for. I guess you can start building the offensive line a little better because I don't think you don't need to draft defense anymore. I mean, they've no. drafted defense pretty heavily. Um, yep. I guess they could go after a top tier running back if they want, but as we all know, running back should not be taken in the first round <laughs> because Christian McCaffrey's out for the season again. Yep. And I just want to let's get the mic nice and in close. I've been reminding everybody of what I've been saying for like pretty much the entire off season up until now. Mm-hmm. I said, if Christian McCaffrey has another injury filled season and then his season ends early because of injury, we might be getting Andrew Luck 2.0. Yeah. Retiring too early mm-hmm. because of injury. Just just watch. Keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I don't have an insider source on this. 
Right. I'm just saying, this is what happened to Andrew. He got the absolute hurt constantly. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't take it anymore. The rehab, the not yep. being able to even finish games. He just got sick of it. Mm-hmm. What is CMC's breaking point? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's it's close. Uh, yeah. It's got to be close. Um, going back to that Colts game, they did have the lead and the Bucks scored, and it scared them, and you felt the air come out of the stadium. But then they went down and tied the game and scored. I don't feel like I don't feel like they were scared. Well, were they were they scared to give the ball to Carson Wentz? That would make sense. That's why Jonathan Taylor did the whole drive. <laughs> <laughs> that would make like sense. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Panthers build a team around a player who can't stay healthy. Yeah. They brought in like an average quarterback, and they were hoping to run the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did not pan out. <laughs> Uh, and then lab, maybe they need to draft a running back that stays healthy and plays more than 10 games in two years. Yeah, but they drafted CMC and look where he's at. I mean, that's why you don't take running backs. They're just, they don't last. Yeah. Just take one in the second, third round mm-hmm. and just abuse them. I mean, look at Najee Harris getting abused over in Pittsburgh. He's running yeah. like 70% of their offense, if not more. Yeah. How long is he going to last? Yes, that's true. I mean, look at uh, Travis Etienne. Didn't even make the field this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was supposed to be a wide receiver anyway. So, <laughs> uh, The last newsworthy game I had was the Rams of the Packers, strictly because uh, when Von Miller said, what did he say? I went to bed like four and a really bad record and woke up seven and one when he got traded to the Rams. Yeah. Uh, they're 0-3 <laughs> since then. <laughs> So oh, <laughs> that's not great. No. <laughs> and then OBJ came over. He had a nice game, though. He did, yeah. So, I mean, I guess I can't really blame him. Uh, what's the problem with the Rams? Consistency. They 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 can they can be flashy. They they're not a not a grinded out kind of game team. Um the defense, I think, needs to be needs to definitely be improved. They that pass that you know that pass defense. It just seems like they struggle. Um, you know, I feel that, I felt like Devontae Adams had kind of his way with a lot of those corners and safeties. Um, but Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. Um, the the pass rush, I think, suffered a little bit. You know, you couldn't get to. A you know a hobbling Aaron Rodgers, who said that you know the toe the toe felt mostly good for the game after showing the entire national media last week. Um, but yeah, my, it's, my favorite it's, event from last week. <laughs> favorite thing. Uh, I, I don't I don't know about the Rams. I just they they look like they should be completely destroying you know in games with teams, destroying the weaker teams and. They just can't. Yeah, I, I got to put a little bit of blame, at least this past week, on Matthew Stafford injuries. Yeah. I don't think he's been very good all season. He's been kind of like hot and cold, mm-hmm. and now he's just sitting there at lukewarm. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to, yeah, like you said, focus the attention on the defense a little bit. That's supposed to be such a good defense, you know, like kind of like it's they're held up here. Like, look at the Rams. Mm-hmm. They have Aaron Donald and... Jalen Ramsey. Okay. 
Well, there's nine other people on that defense. What are their names? Troy Reader. That guy sucks. Yep. Um, there's there's more than just those two. Right. And there's holes. It takes eleven to play on one side. So. Yeah. There's holes. Mm-hmm. They'll still beat the Seahawks for sure. I mean, those those holes <laughs> don't exist versus the Seahawks. But for like when they play good teams, those holes show up, like yeah. the Packers. Yep. I'd say their run defense was pretty good, uh, holding down Dylan and Jones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that pass defense has got some work to do. Ramsey's been good. Yeah, Ramsey's fine. Yeah. Donald's been blowing people up. I mean, he gets like triple teamed. Yeah. Like double teamed on every play, triple teamed sometimes. If someone's mm-hmm. getting double, triple teamed, that, that's opening up lanes for other people to make plays, and they're not. Right. That's just the facts, and that's what's happening, and that's why there's no pass rush. Because mm-hmm. they're taking Aaron Aaron Donald out of the play, and then no one else is stepping up. Um, but yeah, the Packers are fine. I have no problem with the Packers. They're like top seed in the NFL right now. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the the games that kind of just happened. If your team is included in these games, and we don't talk about them as much, you can DM us, and we can talk about it. And I can you know, I can pat your back <laughs> if they lost, or you know, I can give you a hug if they lost. Pat your back if they won. <laughs> Bears played the Lions. They beat them 16-14 on a last-second field goal. Dear God, the Lions, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Titans lost to the Patriots, 36-13. to Yeah, um, they got shellacked. Shellacked. I guess, you know, the title of this episode was Patriots Dynasty 2.0. You got Bill Belichick. You got mini Tom Brady and Mac Jones. And you have an elite defense. I mean... They've had a pretty soft schedule as of late, but they got mm-hmm. the Bills coming up. They got what? Bills, Colts, Bills, I think it is. Yeah, Bills by Colts, Bills. Yep. How you feeling? Next week's the Bills game. We can go live for this game if you want. We can we can make a big <laughs> deal out of this if you want. I, f- I feel good, but extremely nervous at the same time. I'd be nervous if I was you. Because I've seen people already predicting upsets uh, in Everyone is grabbing that giant Patriots D, and it's, I don't know, like, really? Can't Bill Belichick just go away? <laughs> just let, let let the Bills have something. Come on, man. <laughs> you, they gave you one season. You got to rule the AFCs oh, for one my. season, all right? You take that and you shut up. That's what Bill said. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they should trade their 2030 first round pick for more veteran defenders. There you go. That's what the Rams should do. That, that'll fix <laughs> yeah. everything. Just just get rid of more draft picks. Um, the Eagles lost to the Giants in hilarious fashion. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, Jalen Rager dropping two game winning touchdowns in the last drive. That was awesome. Yep. He, he's a bust. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they took him a pick before Justin Jefferson, and they took JJ yep. Ortega Whiteside before they took before uh, DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. what this team could have been if they had a decent front <laughs> office. Uh, the Falcons beat the Jags. I don't think half the country knew that game even happened. Uh, same with Jets at Houston. That mm-hmm. The Jets beat Houston 21-14. I don't think half the country knew that game even happened. Here's your consistency again. The Chargers lost to Denver 28-13. to uh, The rookie, Caleb Farley, two interceptions, and one was a pick six. Patrick Sertain. Patrick Sertain. Caleb Farley's the other one, and he's injured. 
What team yeah. did he get drafted to? I knew there was two Caleb, good corners. I Caleb forgot. Farley went to the Titans. The Titans. But he's already hurt, yep. though. Because he was yeah, already he he was the injury for a while. Him. Yep. Uh, okay, Patrick Sertain. Sertan. Two interceptions. Sertan. One was a pick yeah. six. Great outing for the rookie. Great outing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the Chargers' consistency on offense, again, just awful. Awful consistency. Mm-hmm. One week they score 40-plus points, and then they score 10. And then they score 40-plus points, and then they score 13. Not Three, good. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, then the Vikings lost to the 49ers, 34-26. to 26. Kirk Cousins lined under the guard that was for fun. a snap, and had Dalvin Cook had to move him before they took, yeah. they, before they took a timeout. Like, the guard's probably like, hey, what's going on back there? Yeah, he's just sitting there getting ready to block someone, and then someone's touching his nuts. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Take me out to dinner first, at least. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, any any comments from Danny Boy on this one? Uh, anything, no. anything about Debo? Like, Debo is awesome, man. That dude's good he, at football. D- yeah, I mean, he's apparently he's a much faster Taysom Hill. Much better taste the mill. That's much except, better. Except Debo start started out as a receiver, coming into the NFL not as a quarterback. But yeah. he's uh, he's definitely a piece to build around. I think um, I didn't talk to Danny Boy about this game, um, but yeah, Forty Nine ers are uh, they're they're figuring it out. I know the rumors are flying that they're going to, you know, they're going to trade Jimmy G at the, at the end of the year. And, you know, we'll just let Trey Lance kind of take over um, next year. Fine. Fine with me. You know, send Jimmy G to the, to the, to Houston. I, I don't know. Ooh, damn him to hell in Houston. <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's brutal. Yeah. What do you do to you? Uh, at this point, how do we feel about the J.C. Horn and Sertain over Fields and Mac Jones? Um, J.C. Horn went to Carolina. Carolina. So that's not panning out very well. I mean, it's just more defensive building for the Panthers because they thought they had their guy, right? Arnold, which obviously yep. did not pan out. Which, when you when the offense can't get the job done, and you put that much stress on the defense. The defense will will break. Right, and the same thing goes for Sertain. Yeah, I mean they thought they had their guy in Teddy, and yep. you know, or Drew Lock, whoever they thought they they thought at least one of them is going to pan out. So we'll just build the defense. Right. Chicago and the Patriots didn't have a quarterback, and yeah, I, it's it's hard to evaluate Justin Fields right now. That with what's going on over there, it's just a mess. Yeah, the in, the injuries from the last couple of weeks have been uh you know, letting us get more Andy Dalton time, which mm-hmm. we don't really need, but no, we're, no uh, we're, we're forced to watch it. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> and then Mac Jones. I mean, it's obviously, obviously panning out and that's, that's who they were going for the whole time. I knew it. I mm-hmm. knew that's where he was going to go. Um, but could you imagine JC Jackson and seasons he's, he's having. And if you would have had certain on the other side or JC Horn on the other side of JC Jackson, Oh my God. You wouldn't be able to throw the ball. <laughs> no. Well, Mac Jones obviously is panning out for them. Yeah. Horny. The gnome. What's going on, brother? 
Uh, last one we had was Cleveland at the Ravens. Lamar Jackson was absolutely abysmal, but somehow they beat the Browns, who were just holy, holy shit. Browns yep. are bad. Oh yeah. Like this is like this is just this is terrible. Like Nick like, Chubb had like eight touches. How? How do you give the How do you give the Nick <laughs> Chubb like eight catches, eight touches? Right. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, that was bad. I mean. I wish this game would end in a tie because I don't think any, either team deserved to win. The, you Lamar shut your was terrible. You shut your mouth. Um, we don't talk like, like that. The Cleveland defense gave the offense so many opportunities, and Cleveland's like, "Yeah, we just we're not we can't do it today." You no, know, I appreciate all your effort, defense, but uh, yeah, we're just not going to get it done today. Yeah, there was five. There was five, five turnovers in the last three minutes of the first half. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I, I I don't have words for how bad that is for football. And then people still came to me like I made a TikTok about it naturally about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And I yeah. still have people defending him. Like <laughs> the, it's a cult. It's a cult following oh, yeah. these Lamar Jackson just, fans. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I feel like that Colts calmed down a little bit. Yeah, but they were off Maybe. last week, so that's true. Maybe that's yeah, they're, they're, right. they're just scaring us now. Yeah, these people will not stop defending Lamar Jackson. What about that game where he threw five touchdowns? What against the Jets? <laughs> like, yeah, he has a couple of good games here and there, right? Like this dude, and that's what sucks is sometimes he has those high passing games. In the four or five touchdown games, and then mm-hmm. it just gives more fuel to the fire that he's good at football. <laughs> Donnie, what's going on? Donnie has Godzilla as a profile picture. I like that. Oh, uh, New England is probably cheating somehow. Let's wait and see. Oh dear God, <laughs> you think so? Go what, what it, would it surprise me? I, not, not at all. Would it surprise me? No. <laughs> Bill's still there, so the cheating's probably toned down because Tom Brady's went on his way. But yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I saw Mac Jones's uh, playbook wristband got stolen. Oh, so it seems like someone else is going to be trying to cheat mm. by the looks of it. Who did they? So they played the Titans. So maybe. Oh my God! Conspiracy theory time. Yeah, Mike Vrabel stole it. Oh, from the Bill Belichick coaching tree. Oh. After the game, he went and stole Mac Jones's playbook. So if they meet again in the playoffs, if this Titans can somehow capture me <laughs> a wild card and survive and make it to the playoffs, <laughs> I see the Patriots. He'll have their plays. Yeah. Oh my God! And then he can over. He can beat his master in the playoffs. He already did it once. He did it once. That's true. <laughs> still. All right. Well, that's all the games. We went way over our time, but we can still make some quick predictions. What do you think? Oh yeah. All right, let's do some quick predictions. Week thirteen. Let's 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 do it. Uh, game of the week. Who's going first? That'd be you. That'd be me. Game of the week. Ah, game of the week. I am going to take Tampa at the Falcons. No, absolutely not. No. Um, <laughs> boy, oh boy. I I don't even. This happens every time. Wow, these games are awful this week. There's a there's a lot of double digit point spreads this week. Holy Jesus! I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to come up with games of the week. Um, I'm gonna take San Francisco at Seattle. I don't know why. Just because it's, it's the NFC West. Okay. That, that's that's the only reason. All right. 
Seattle's going to lose. All right. Uh, I like it. So you're going to take San Francisco. Uh, already. Um, let's see. I will take... Uh, hmm. Yeah, New England at Buffalo. New England at Buffalo. There it is. That was real fast. Yeah, I, I wanted the game. I didn't want to hold that out there for you to take, so... I wouldn't have taken it. Don't worry. I, I know. I'm just... I'm just going to take and get out of the way. Um... <laughs> So I I will be at the game. I'm I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, oh yeah. Um, I I think I think Buffalo has shown enough on offense that is I think it's going to be tough for New England to New England's defense in order to kind of lock down one thing. Um, I hope that we haven't seen anything everything on tape. Uh, for during game from the Bills that once they exhaust all those options, they're going to be kind of like, uh, what do we do now? But um, I, I like the Matt Breida situation. Uh, I, I think Matt the Brita. I think the run game has improved dramatically. Um, I think that I think it's even with Matt Breida doing so well. I think it's helped Singletary. I think get a lot better. Uh, I, I've seen him pick up speed this year, which is good to see. Um, because I think if he didn't, he would have been out this year. Um, and, uh, oh, uh, Spencer Brown just came off of the COVID list. Uh, star Lotulele. Star, yeah. Is off the COVID help. list. So that'll help the run defense. Uh, we can finally get Cody Ford out of the starting lineup and move Darrell Williams back into right guard. Um, so we'll have a competent offensive line. Uh, John Feliciano just came, is, was at practice today. So they have what, three weeks to activate him off the IR. Um, so that's good news. Uh, so, we're, you know, the Bills are coming back, getting healthy, I think, at a key time right now. So uh, let's do it. I still think the Patriots sweep the Bills. You shut your mouth. Uh, Dottie says Tom Brady has Mac Jones' wrist playbook for the Super Bowl. So he, may, he snuck into the game maybe? Or did he send uh, a spy? He oh. sent a ninja to steal it. I mean, Tom Brady's good at cheating, so. Yeah. He has those. He has those connections. He hired like a hitman or something to go get the the wristband. Thirty eight fourteen Tampa over the. Oh, he's saying over the Falcons. <laughs> okay, copy that. Twenty one seventeen Buffalo. He's on Buffalo side for this game. Nice. All righty. Uh, my second game is going to be uh, the Chargers at the Bengals. Chargers at the Bengals. I love. Uh, I feel like the last time I said this season that, you know, the Bengals are on a great trajectory to just dominate this season uh, mm-hmm. was when they went on their like weird little, you know, they lost the jets and then they got pounded by the Raiders or someone, not the right. Raiders, um, somebody else. Yeah. So I don't want to jinx them again, mm-hmm. but I love what they're doing. Uh, and it, this is an up week for the chargers because they had their down week. So this is yeah. their up week. <laughs> so this should be a high scoring affair. Yep. It should be a lot of fun, um, but I'm going to take – I'm actually going to take uh, Joe Burrow as the better young quarterback to get this done. I'm going to be taking the Bengals. Nice. All right. I like it. Ani agrees. 42-31 Cincy. Cincinnati is a three-point favorite, so There you Chelsea. go. Um, let's see here. Oh, I'm going to take, uh, take a late game. I'm going to take Washington at the Raiders. 
And so the reason, the only reason that I think this is interesting is that the Raiders are currently tied for a seventh seed, and Washington in the AFC playoff race, and the Washingtons at the sitting at the seventh seed for the NFC. Um, these two teams are one of them's not going to make the playoffs, and or if they or if they both do, it's going to be you know because of other teams just being absolutely terrible uh, in the final stretch. But I actually like the Raiders in this game. I think the Raiders' offense will uh, will overpower that defense for Washington. Yeah, don't let it fool you that the Washington defense looked good last night for the first time right. this season. They played so they Seattle. Playing the Seattle. Yeah, that defense is still not that great. Granted, I think the Ra- I believe the Raiders will be missing Darren Waller for this game. Right. But Deshaun Jackson came alive on Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, they still have, I believe, Zay Jones, Hunter Renfro's yep. a beast. Yep. Um, the the backup tight end Moreau, mm-hmm. he's still a very good, viable option as a tight end. Yep. I I would agree with you that the Raiders take it. Donnie does not. Donnie says uh-huh. Washington's got this. Taylor Heineke with the spunk, seventeen fourteen. Spunk. Uh, my third game of the week. Uh, this is this is just a stretch now. I I don't think there's any good games left. <laughs> I, I I I guess I'll take another division matchup. I'll take Denver at Kansas City. All right. Um, coming off a of bye week, KC was looking good before the bye. I'll I'll take KC, but not with a ton of confidence. I think this will be a nice, close game on a Sunday night. All right. So, uh, you know, you're saying it's close, and if you take Denver, they got to get within 10. It's a 10-point. Are you serious? Casey is minus 10 right now. That's a great bet, folks. If you want to get uh, get on on plus 10 for the Broncos, that's a heck of a – Heck of a spread to jump in on. That's almost a guaranteed bet. I might put some money on that. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I think it'll be much closer than 10. Donnie agrees, 28-27 yeah. KC. Raiders have been playing well despite all the off-the-field distractions. I I wouldn't say they've been playing well. They won on Thanksgiving. Before okay. that Thanksgiving matchup, they were getting kind of steamrolled by a couple teams. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, though. They did win on Thanksgiving, so I'll give you that. That is true. All right, my last pick I'm gonna take for for funsies. Ooh, I love funsies. I'm gonna take Arizona at Chicago. I thought about that. I, I think that has the potential to be an interesting matchup. I don't know if Kyler Murray's coming back. I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is coming back anytime soon. I think they're I think they're trying to rest him as much as possible, thinking they're gonna make a deep push for the playoffs. Yeah. But they're not not getting the wins maybe they, they were hoping for. Um, Colt McCoy versus Andy Dolan sounds like 2012 all over again. Oh, God. Um, so I'll, I'll give Arizona the win on that. Um, I don't I, think – I mean, Arizona is only they're, – they're, they're eight-point favorites. Um, but I think Chicago can make it a little tough for them. Yeah, Donnie's saying 52-14 Arizona. Um, if the if the Cardinals drop a 50 burger on Chicago, I'll 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 be shirtless. I'll dye my I still have purple <laughs> I still have purple hair dye, 
yeah from my green man streaming twitch mm-hmm. um that doesn't exist anymore I'll, I'll i'll dye my beard purple again donnie if they score 50 for the for next week's show there we go <laughs> <laughs> write that one down i'll clip i'll clip that um for for the clip all right real quick for the clip donnie donnie says 52 14 arizona wins if arizona actually drops 50 on chicago this week i will dye my beard purple for next week's show just for you donnie he says write my numbers down i'll write them down 52 14 <laughs> if they score over 50 i'll dye my beard purple for next week's show i think i'm safe though i don't think i have to worry about it that purple beard dye can stay on the shelf another week i'm pretty sure <laughs> oh boy has anyone has anyone even scored 50 this year I'm sure yeah, someone the has. Patriots scored 53 on the Jets. Oh, the Jets, that's right. All right, upset time. I have to look at a couple of games here to see where my lines are. Falcons mm-hmm. are 11 points. Yeah, there's no way they're going to cover that. Um, Boy, oh, boy. These are some. Oh, hey, I already picked that game, so I can't even do that. But, hey, that's a pretty good one. And you pick that one. Boy, oh, boy, these are some fun games. <laughs> Well, you know who my upset is? Because they're two and a half point uh, favorites is the Bills. I'll take the Patriots to upset the Bills. Wow. Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. I, I'm not doing this to piss you off. I just oh, I know. <laughs> it's just the, the Patriots are doing Patriot things, and I I don't want it, it's very frustrating. <laughs> and you guys aren't supposed to be good yet. God damn. I, I just I just want the Bills to stomp them down and say not yet. Go back to your hole. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. So, uh, all right, my upset. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for. It. I'm gonna take Detroit over Minnesota. Minnesota took a weird loss against the 49ers. Um, they are without Dalvin Cook for a little while. Um, Minnesota taking a weird loss like that, going to Detroit. Um, Detroit, they just, they it's a division game. Um, I think Detroit's going to, they're going to pull it off for some reason. I just think Minnesota is going to flop a little bit. So I will take Detroit over the Vikings. Uh, with every passing week of seeing how bad this football team is, I'm getting closer to thinking that the Lions are not going to win a game this year. Yeah, unfortunately, but I think there's a good chance good chances this week maybe we'll see i'll pray for him it's time for everybody's favorite segment oh yeah the one the only derf's doppler (laughs) Uh, a thousand to zero minnesota he says 21 17 (laughs) (laughs) oh all right so we have uh we have three games this this week um Chargers at Bengals. Uh, there's a chance of a you know a passing shower in the afternoon during the game. Not super cold at 57, but you know that could have a have a little bit of impact. I think for the Chargers, I think it's going to have more of an impact on the on the Bengals. Um, the Chargers have trouble you know catching passes a lot of times or accurate throws with Justin Herbert. It seems like um, so. Look at look for the Chargers to struggle there, and hope that and that increases uh, Cincinnati's chances of winning. Uh, next, we have the 49ers at Seahawks. Um, typical Seattle weather, 45 chance of rain. Um, 
you know, could make the game a little sloppy. Probably not that much, if anything. Um, and then last but not least, we have uh, New England at Buffalo. Um, there is a chance of snow in the morning, so that could affect some of the... Not really much so much the game, but could affect tailgating, I think, for the most part. But at game time, we're big looking deal. at... It is a big deal. At, at game time, we're looking at 28 degrees and mostly quiet, so it's going to be freezing there. Um so that you know that could that could affect you know gameplay, you know the the field gets a little more you know hard um, because of the the cold weather. You know it's you know players don't bounce up as fast in that colder temperature, so it could uh it could have an effect there. Maybe we get to see a lot of running on that. Yeah, Zach Moss is coming back this week, if I'm not mistaken. Good good chance they they could ask, they could very well run three running backs active on the on the roster i would do it on a night like that yeah personally what do i know (laughs) more derf doppler hashtag more derf doppler (laughs) we need more of it it's hard to do more of it 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 is hard because you have so many dome dome games games. uh this week we have six six dome games is the ac going to be working in those in those domes uh that or at least the heat I don't think I've ever been in a dome. All the, all the <laughs> games I've ever gone to, I've never been to a dome. I've never been to a game in a dome, but I have toured the Dallas Cowboy Stadium. That's fun. Yeah. So, so, that's a nice one to go to. Yeah, it's a nice one to go to. Well, that's plenty of the time that we have for this week. We're well over what we normally do. But, hey, we had a lot of fun along the way. Donnie, thanks for popping in, man. Elstad, he says, come to Texas. Um, <laughs> maybe. It's hot down there. I don't know. Even it is. in the winter, it's, it's hot. It's very toasty. I don't know about that. Maybe one of these days. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you floss, follow, like, observe, subscribe, and share anything on Off the Field related. We will see you next week on and off the field. Yeah.